In the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Every day this parish is held in prayer. The people that worship here in St John's, those that live in the parish and those who work, visit or just drive through are held up before God as we pray for the flourishing of the community and the health and well-being of the people. There's been something about life in lockdown that intensifies that prayer and intensifies the longing to minister again, to worship again and to be visible once more in the parish. These feelings lead us to ask, how can we, as a people who call St John's home, become more connected with what is happening around us? Christine and I have started a little project to help us think more about these issues. Last Wednesday, as part of our preparations for reopening the church for prayer, we met at St John's. Christine and some wonderful helpers cleaned inside the church and tidied up parts of the churchyard, and I went for a walk along part of the parish boundary. The point of the walk was not for recreational purposes, but to walk with open eyes and observe what was going on and think about what I saw from God's perspective, helping me see what Jesus is doing in this parish. I took photos as I went along and said a cheery hello to those who I met. Christine will compile a list of street names and community organisations. Eventually the photos will be displayed inside the church as a focus for prayer and the information Christine collects will form a prayer diary for St John's. Who knows how this little project will develop. We are meeting again this Wednesday the 8th and also on the 15th of July at 10 o'clock at St John's. Please do let us know if you'd like to help either with cleaning or being a pair of eyes for the parish. We'd love you to be involved. This project, together with prayer, is a way of blessing the community. Blessing is a reciprocal arrangement. We ask God's blessing on us that we might become swept up in his purposes for the world. We in return bless God to thank him for his love, grace and generosity towards us. Blessing is one of the themes of our reading from Genesis today. It's a shame that we were not able to hear the whole of chapter 24, as that would be too long a reading. So I encourage you today to turn to your Bibles and read the whole. There are so many aspects to the reading. Trust, discernment, blessing, abundance, providence and love. They are all aspects of living a life of faith. The story of the marriage of Isaac and Rebecca is a beautiful and tender story. Unlike many of the other Genesis stories, there is no sibling rivalry, no deception or double-crossing, no family crises. Nothing goes wrong for any of the characters in this story. It's a model of living with the continued guidance of God at every point. The catalyst for the marriage seems to have been the death of Sarah, Isaac's mother. The chapter begins with Abraham's most trusted servant, 
who has been charged with going back to Abraham's family in Mesopotamia to find Isaac a wife. Abraham places a lot of faith in this servant to do the right thing, to go back to the right place, to look after the hugely generous dowry and not run off with it. The narrative in today's portion of chapter 4 picks up with the servant having arrived at Rebecca's house and speaking to her brother Laban. The servant explains to Laban his commission from Abraham to find Isaac a wife and how he found Rebekah at the well. The trust of the servant in the providence of God is made clear by his prayer at the well. He prays that God will make his quest successful. Before he has even finished his prayer, Rebekah appears at the well to draw water and offers the servant water for himself and for his camels. In the earlier part of the story, and because this story is repetitive in parts, we learn that the servant gazed at Rebecca in silence to learn whether or not the Lord had made his journey successful. This is discernment, the stepping back and reflecting on a situation to see if God is working here or not. The situation felt right and true to the servant, so he asked the girl who she was. When she replied that she was part of Abraham's family, the servant gave her jewels. He then worshipped and thanked the Lord in gratitude, the right response to a prayer answered. Continuing his conversation with Laban, the servant then asked for Laban's loyalty with Abraham, just as God gives us his steadfast loyalty and love. Although Rebecca does not give verbal consent to the marriage, her acceptance of the proposal is implicit. She has accepted the jewels and is happy to leave straight away to meet her husband-to-be. The story ends like a fairy tale. Rebecca and Isaac finally meet, are married, and Isaac loved her. What more beautiful, tender words can there be? This story is a model of faith. We see faithfulness in the complete trust that Abraham gives the servant and the way in which Rebecca trusts the servant, although she has only just met him. The whole story is one of blessing in how it unfolds. You can feel the characters shining with the light and glory of God as the means is found in which to continue the promise made to Abraham through the future generations. Faith is to let yourself be guided by God, to reflect on what is happening in your life and in the world around you. Often, you can see where God has been working in retrospect. If it feels as though God is not with you in the present moment, you may be able to see at a later time how he was with you all along. The process of discernment helps us work out what God is doing in our lives and in the lives of the community around us. Of course, life is often not as smooth as the story today. Things go wrong, things great and we get tired and cross. Sometimes the world seems at odds with God's purposes. We may like to reason that this is because people of faith are in a minority these days, 
so there's not much thinking about God or doing his work. There's no room for God to work. There's no room in the inn for him to be made welcome. But God is much bigger than that. This is not a problem for him. His purposes will work through. This is just where we need to remain faithful, blessing each other and blessing God, trusting in him and his promises and putting our hope in Christ and in the redemption of the world. There is nothing to worry about, nothing to be afraid of. God has it all in hand. As Isaac loved Rebecca, let us love one another as sisters and brothers in Christ. Let us love this parish in prayer and in action. Let us bless one another and let us bless the Lord. Amen.